This week's episode is brought to you by Charleston Beer Works, the sponsor of the 2017 Post and Courier Hoops Frenzy Contest. The basketball teams have been chosen. Get your bracket ready before Sunday, March 12th with the Post and Courier at postandcourier.com slash hoopsfrenzy2017, and you'll be entered to win a number of prizes, including cash, a new TV, or grill. Again, that's postandcourier.com slash hoopsfrenzy2017. The deadline to play is Sunday, March 12th. Join us at Charleston Beer Works for $10 Miller Lite pitchers all day from Thursday to Sunday. Welcome to The Window, a podcast about dining in the South and beyond. I'm Robert Moss, the contributing barbecue editor for Southern Living and author of Southern Spirits, 400 Years of Drinking in the American South. And I'm Hannah Raskin, food editor for The Post and Courier. Well, we're doing something a little different today. This is our first bonus segment for uh, of The Window for the Charleston Wine and Food Festival, which is kicking off here today in, in Charleston, South Carolina. Each day of the festival, we're going to record a short segment where we recap what happened the previous day and then take a look at, at the events ahead and have a couple of picks and recommendations, both for folks who are visiting us from out of town as well as people are already here in Charleston. Um, this is the 12th year of the Charleston Wine and Food Festival, and it's really taken off over over the years. Certainly has grown from being, I think, early days. It was really just one of those festivals under a tent in Marion Square. Most of the activity was there. Over the course of a decade or more, it's really grown into this big thing where we have lots of visitors coming from out of town, and that means lots and lots of events Many of them staged by the festival, but many of them were not. And some of the things of the festival have stayed the same. There's always an opening night party, which we're going to talk about. Um, There's always a goodbye party on Sunday. But some things have changed. And I know a lot of folks locally are watching this year to see, you know, every year wondering where does the festival stand? Interestingly, something for, you know, folks to look for. I've seen on social media a little bit more backlash from chefs. I don't know if you've seen that, too. Yeah, a little bit. It it definitely is becoming a bit of a... It's almost like an obligation now. Correct. It's the annual year. It yep. rolls around again. It's, it's time for that again. Yeah, I think it feels a little bit more like final exams rather than graduation yeah. all the time. Well, it's definitely is work for the, <laughs> the the chefs and all the, the restaurant folks and who are say, busy all, for the entire week here. All the people who are supporting them, oh, all absolutely. of the people setting up those tents and the chairs and all the people clearing your dishes. So The one thing I was, was looking at the events uh, I was prepping for this morning, I, I was thinking – I wonder how much Uber has changed the character of the festival. The thing I really noticed is there are so many events now. They're not just in the downtown peninsula area. They're all over the city, things way up the peninsula, things out in Mount Pleasant, things way out on uh, on Folly Beach. Uh, I think that a lot of that probably would not have been possible 10 years ago when the festival was new because people wanted to come to town and just – you know, walk everywhere, but now it's really easy to grab an Uber and head two miles north up the peninsula to uh, Fatty's Beer Works, which we'll talk about in a second. Right, and that's a great point, and they do do visitor surveys every year, which show an increasing number of festival goers are using Airbnb and other, you know, rentals. So I think it definitely has changed the the, yeah. the geographic layout of the festival. Exactly. Well, let's jump in and look at, at what's coming up today. Um, I, I think, obviously, this is the opening night, so Hannah, I think you'll be going to the... Uh, Rooted in Charleston Yeah, Festival. I'm going to drop by. Last year, or, they did this at the Gilliard. It is back in Marion Square, um, which, as Robert, you said, is where it began. It's moved around a few times since. It spent some years at the aquarium. Um, this is your total traditional um, walk and taste kind of event. So everyone's going to put out little squares of something. Um, I, my guess is we might see some... Uh, 
Yeah, any any thoughts this year? I'm guessing lots of seafood. It's, it's yeah, a it's beach always, Yeah, yep. if they can get away without cooking. I, I was about to say steak tartare, but I wonder if you can do it in big enough <laughs> that quantities. Might, that might be hard to do. It's the just, outdoor it's so tent. trendy right now, and yep. it's um, anytime you can get away without cooking, that's a great thing. I guarantee when there'll you're, be uh, plenty of ceviche it's around. Ceviche, it's going to be a ceviche yep. night. Is I, my guess. I did note that uh, they they always have a, a cocktail contest, and the, they'll announce the winner at, uh, at at the tent tonight, and it's featuring rum this year, which is a be a small victory because I've been long advocating his rum for the Charleston's signature spirit. And I will say, if you did happen to catch the um, the food section in the Post and Courier today, uh, the Ordinary this week in celebration of Charleston wine and food is making a frozen daiquiri. Uh, speaking of rum, <laughs> they have uh, educated people about rum to the point that they can now fool around with daiquiris. So now we're going to have a frozen strawberry daiquiri. I mean, probably the best you have ever wow. tasted. Okay. Yep. I may have to ch- check that out. Yep. Um, but the great thing about the wine and food these days is it just bring so many people to town and so many other events are spinning out all over the place. One that caught my eye uh, is uh, we talked a a little while ago uh, about um, Stems and Skins, which is a wine bar up in, uh, new wine bar up in North Charleston. They're doing an event they're calling Slow Sips. It's with the uh, Slow Food uh, Charleston, so raising money for a good cause to support slow, yeah, slow, uh, slow food. That's one of the neat things about some of these fringe events, as they're called locally. Um, they A lot of them are supporting good causes. We'll be talking about more later this week, um, where the money, if there is money, and I will say these events are all free or close to it, but if you're buying drinks, if you're buying food— in many cases, it's for a good cause. Yep, indeed. And this one, I caught my eye particularly. They're they're doing Salinic Coastal Wines, but they sort of labeled it salty-ass wines and tinned seafood, which uh, sounds good to me. It's, they're really sort of doing, um, I guess they're going Cecchetti-style, which is sort of the Venetian-type, uh, Venetian-style tapas. Uh, tonight from 9.30 to midnight at Stems and Skins up on Montague Avenue in North, in North Charleston. And Matt Tunstall will tell you it's a 12-minute ride via Uber. Very so. easy, very <laughs> easy. The, the, the it, Uber Festival. Exactly. All right. Well, that's you know a quick preview of what's coming up. We'll uh, be attending a lot of these events and we'll, uh, join us again tomorrow uh, to hear a recap as well as looking at, at some of the things that are coming up on, on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. But I do have a few pieces of news I want to throw out there. We now, we're now trying to get a little social with the window. We do have a Twitter account now. It's at Winnow Podcast and also a Facebook page which is facebook.com slash winnowpodcast. Uh, so check us out there for all the latest information and also for links and details about um, all the things that we're going to talk about here over the next few days. And I think Instagram is coming. Instagram is coming. Instagram I'm, I'm is coming. Getting that in the works. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up our first Charleston Wine and Food Festival bonus segment. We are recording today in the podcasting studios of the Post and Courier Building in downtown Charleston, South Carolina. Tune in every day between now and Saturday to get more scoop on what just happened and what's coming up with the festival. And be sure to tell your friends about the Winnow, too. Winnow is a production of the Post and Courier and Palmetto New Media. Our producer today was Jay Emery Parker. Our theme music is by the Bluestone Ramblers. Hey, and I'm Robert Moss. I'm Hannah Raskin. Now get out there and eat. <laughs>